Hey, Mark. Yo. What's the last place our listeners should go to for legal advice? HWEpodcast.com. <laughs> because there is no legal advice it there. It just doesn't exist None. there. Hostile work environment. Exactly. Hey, an appropriate workplace topic. Hostile work environment. Shut up. I'm the human resources director. Little Miss Hostile Work Environment. Good morning, Dennis. Good morning, Mark. How you doing? Doing great. We have a special treat for everyone today. This is a very special episode of A Hostile Work Environment with Mark and Dennis. It is. So we have decided to release certain midweek episodes on occasion when we have a really cool interview that we've been able to do during the week. And today we've got a doozy. But before we do that, we also have uh, an announcement, which I'm really excited to make. A very special announcement for a very special episode. <laughs> we have our first $10 a month Patreon subscriber, uh, a gentleman by the name of Jason Gardner. Jason Gardner, whose name we will say multiple times. Jason, Jason Gardner, Gardner. Jason. Jason Gardner. Gardner. Jason we love Gardner. you, Jason. You're the bomb. Uh, as rule. anybody who has been to our Patreon page would know that at the $10 level, we will read your name on the podcast. And Sometimes more than once, apparently. Yeah. Jason Gardner. Jason. Jason Gardner. Jason so, the man if, Gardner. If you want us to embarrass you like this. Jason. Please go to www.patreon.com slash HWE. Yeah. And we can read your name, too. And by the way, the $10 level is a certain name attached to it. I believe it's the Leslie Nope. I believe it is wall the Leslie of fame. Nope. You'll also wall get your fame. name up on the wall of fame on our website where you, you can find Jason, Jason Gardner. I'd like to introduce our first ever guest to the podcast uh this one is really special for me and me and you too me too well, <laughs> one I, of our I favorite people one of that. our favorite Let's... people so so john hyman is a friend a uh, fellow employment lawyer also a fa fellow native philadelphian and philadelphia eagles fan he, that's for mark not that, dennis yeah dennis doesn't care about that but no. but those the true fans know who they are um he is, John is a partner at the Cleveland law firm of Myers, Roman, Freeberg, and Lewis, and the author of the esteemed Ohio Employers Law Blog, which he has updated nearly daily for over 10 years now. And Dennis and I were talking, I mean, we've... We've, we've read it almost daily for 10 years. Almost now. that entire time. And, and that was how John got on our radar in the first place many years ago. Um, this blog uh, has won countless awards, including being an ABA Journal Blog 100 Hall of Fame, a LexisNexis Top 25 Labor and Employment Blog, and John is an HR Advisor Top 25 HR Digital Influencer. Um, I'm not going to try to say that a hundred times fast or even Please don't. five times fast. <laughs> On a personal note, uh, our relationship dates back at least five years now. And as in-house counsel, I have used John's services for my work in Ohio. And just on a personal level, he's a great guy and a great dad. So John has come to us today with some uh, really cool stories to discuss. So without further ado, John, welcome to the show. 
Thanks, guys. Good to be here. Um, after that buildup, I'm not sure we can go anywhere but down, but we'll give it a shot. <laughs> no, no, I, I have a good sense of the stories you're about to tell, and I, I feel... I feel pretty confident that we're gonna we're only moving up from here. Also, people have been listening to us for like six episodes now. So. Yeah, they're still here. Yeah. Oh, the they're, bar. They're, so what, so what you're saying is the, the bar is the bar is naturally set pretty low to begin with. So I'm in I'm in good shape then. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So so one of the the reasons that we wanted you to be our first guest, uh, in addition to the awesomeness we just described, yes. is <laughs> that you have been running. One of my favorite series of the year, which is you call Worst Employer of the Year. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, it's um, so I've been, as you said, I've been blogging now almost daily, which is mind blowing um, for over 10 years. So I think close to 3000 posts I've written um, over the course of those over the course of those 10 years. Um, and what I've noticed over time is that there are you know, a lot of the lessons I teach are kind of, um, you know, don't do as they do, do as I say, lessons about employers that I write about, you know, on a daily basis. And I came across one um, early on in 2017 of an employer that uh, uh, fired an employee who took an unexcused absence from work to be bedside with his wife while she was in labor to deliver her for, to, to deliver their first child. Um, what a slacker. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So un- <laughs> unceremoniously fired from his job. And I-, I titled the post, An Early Contender for the Worst Employer of 2017. It was, I don't know, the first or second week of January when I came across the story. Um, and-, and I thought to myself, uh, you know, what a great idea. You know, there are there will um, no doubt be many more stories I will come across over the course of the year of employers that have done things that would fall into the category of, you know, is this the worst employer of the year? So over the course of the year, I've been compiling them, writing about them. And then the goal all along was to put them in a survey or poll at the end of the year. Um, I compiled 23 over the first 10 months of the year, uh, took my guess as the top 20, ran a survey on my site, um, asked people to pick five out of those 20 that they would deem worthy of the title of worst employer um and then from there it was pretty there was a pretty clear cut down to the top three um which is what we're left with now so if you go right now to ohioemployerlawblog.com you'll see the poll running for um uh to to finally name the worst employer of 2017 um the employer i guess and you look at any any number of ways i guess i i like to look at it as you know what's the what's the best lesson you can learn and in, in what not to do from what an employer you know from something an employer actually did during the course of the past year brilliant brilliant i got to say as somebody who went and voted in the first round it was hard <laughs> I I had a really hard time ranking there's my a, top there's a, five. There's a lot out there to work with. There is so much. The choices are the choices uh, are fairly odious. Yeah, I don't disagree. So so tell us about the uh, the first one, the first finalist. So I'm going to do these. I, I don't want to influence the vote. So I'm going to I'll list these out in the order in which they they were posted during the year. So this was. Over the course of the year, this was uh, uh, the nominee that I entitled the cancerous boss. Um, you have this. This story comes out of um, Queens, New York. Um, 
an employee by the name of Vladimir Vaseman um, worked um, as a community outreach director for a uh, home health agency by the name of New Millennium uh, Home Care. Um, it's already and bad he, when Matt Paler is your community <laughs> outreach director. <laughs> <laughs> he only he only works at night. Um, <laughs> He uh, so he's um, he worked there for a period of time. Um, says he had you know good relationship with his bosses, the owner of the company, what have you. And then all of a sudden, in February, two thousand seventeen, um, uh, he starts showing some pretty serious medical symptoms. Goes to the doctor and find out and finds out that he has um, fairly emergent kidney cancer. Ooh. Um, that no, needed immediate surgery. Yeah. yeah. That needed immediate surgery to remove uh, the tumor from his kidney. So he says he goes to his boss, the owner of the company, or rather the, the, uh, his manager at this particular company, and says, look, I'm really sick. This is what's going on. I need surgery. Uh, the doctor said I'll be out for 10 days. Um, I need a 10-day leave of absence to go get this tumor removed from my kidney. Um and um, for so much yeah yeah it's the nerve of these employees. such a sense of entitlement you know we see it again and again kids today what are you gonna do so um uh the manager um not only denies his request for a 10-day leave of absence um but she does it in what might be the rudest way possible um uh she says, um, uh, the, the, according to the complaint, um, after hearing the, re- the request, the manager becomes agitated, um, tells her that she knows all she needs to know about cancer and that she doesn't need people with cancer working in her office. Um, wow. She adds to Vlad, um, uh, by the way, this is America, and in America you have to work even if you're sick. Um, and she finishes the conver- that she finishes the conversation with um, with your illness. People die, and I cannot keep you as a worker, not knowing what's going to happen to you. She tells him to pack his things and leave the office. Um, he does. Um, he uh, and uh, a week later, um, he uh, un- uh, unemployed uh, had successful <laughs> surgery to remove the tumor. Um, he, um, not surprisingly, has sued uh, in uh, for disability discrimination uh, and uh, uh, claiming that he was a fired because of the disability and b that the company nothing to accommodate him with his uh, reasonable request for a ten day leave of absence. Wow, <laughs> maybe she's confused between a cancer in the body and a cancer in the workplace. I, I don't because. <laughs> Wow, that that very well could be. Um, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> right. So uh, strong start, right, guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's going to be hard so, to talk. Yeah. Did, did um, our friend Vlad also bring an FMLA claim in his lawsuit, or just the ADA he claim? Did not. He brought, as I'm looking at the complaint, he brought the ADA claim. He brought, yeah, he brought the, he brought it under New York, the New York uh, state human rights law. Oh, okay. Uh, the New York City, I, they have their own human rights law. Um, and then 
he sued the manager individually for aiding and abetting unlawful discrimination, um, which we uh, also have here in Ohio, which is a claim. Hopefully there's no plaintiff's lawyers listening, a claim that we don't uh, we don't see as much probably as we should. Uh, but we have that provision in our civil rights statute here in Ohio, and it's uh, and it's kind of an uh, although we have individual liability here in Ohio too, um, but it's 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 kind of an end around to get managers and supervisors for individual liability. Yeah, we have it. And then he also. And you're right. We don't see it as much as we could. Yeah, well, I remember when it I, wasn't it amended a few years back, like it was like eight or nine years back, relatively, maybe? relatively recently, and and we expected to see a huge number of them, and then. We did for a little bit, and then it just kind of fell off. So, so we've seen the same thing here. Yeah, and then and also sued for my for my favorite claim, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and that that actually is one case where that might have legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah I I would say if there was one, this is it. This might. Yeah, be we it. don't. Yeah, we don't see a lot that rise to the level of kind of the outrageous and shocking conduct that you need to support that claim. But this, this, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, cancer boy, get out. We don't need your kind working here. Might might be that yeah. might be that kind. I don't know. <laughs> it, that that, that I, might hit the I'm standard. I'm not sure I'd want to be on the other side of that one. No. Uh, well, that's no. a good one. How about uh, our uh, finalist number two? <laughs> finalist number two is um, Southland Construction in Pleasanton, California. Sounds lovely. Uh, yeah, right. Sounds pleasant, right? Pleasant, yeah. right? A pleasant place to live, a pleasant place to work. Um uh, unless you're the uh, the plaintiff in this particular case, um, Tisha Wright, um, who worked for Southland Construction as a project administrator, um, uh, and she says that that Southland in Pleasanton, California, was a fairly unpleasant place to work. Um, she said that almost from the minute she got there, um, she would hear the owner company, uh, a guy by the name of Kenneth Hayden. Um, uh, allegedly make um, what she perceived as racist and sexist comments. I'll leave it up to the listener to to, uh, to put their interpretation on what this guy says. Um, but she said, for example, um, she said that Ken Hayden um, and his wife, who also worked in the business, uh, would make racist comments about uh, other employees of different ethnicities. I should, I should say that... Um, uh, the plaintiff, Shay Wright, is African-American. She said that he would make comments about uh, employees of different he- ethnicities, um, such as Hispanics, like, um, we'll just make the Mexicans do it when um, assigning jobs to Hispanic employees um, or um, assigning work to Hispanic employees while speaking in a mock Latino accent. Um Always a class move. Yeah, yeah right. Class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, there's no right. Uh, she doesn't say anything about any of the Asian people that work there, but I'm sure that he had a fine accent for them as well. I'm um, sure he did. Yeah. Um, she said that um, not Mr. Hayden, but one of his uh, other managers in the business um, uh, uh, told um, uh, uh, an intern working in the business who identified a Sikh. Um, to go get your people before they blow something up. Um, and he also routinely, this this Mr. Hayden also routinely, according to the complaint, um, referred to the female employees in the office, including Miss Wright, um, as bitches. Oh, um, as in, go do, as in like, go do your job, y'all my bitches. Um, 
Oh, not cool, she, Ken. Yeah, she um, she um, uh, filed initially filed her clay, her case is just a straight gender harassment claim relating to the kind of bitches language that this guy used in the office. Yeah. Um, so two weeks after she files her gender uh, her sexual harassment claim is the annual office Christmas party, um, and as the story goes, and as is alleged in the complaint. Um, every year at this office Christmas party, they would have a white elephant gift exchange. Um, and this is where we actually get to the part that earned this, this guy the nomination as the worst employer of 2017. So, uh, yeah, the you gift had exchange- us at, at office party and white elephant. Yeah, right. So it's never going to turn out well in one of our cases. Yeah. So when she, so when she draws her number for the white elephant, um, she goes to pick her gift and this Kenneth Hayden says to her, no, 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 um, I have one specially set aside for you. This one's yours. And he reaches into his bag of whatever and hands her a, a wrapped gift. Um, and when she gets to her car at the end of the party and unwraps the gift, what she finds inside is a, is a, couple, of, uh, a couple of holiday goodies. She finds <laughs> a purse, a lovely gift for a female employee, very thoughtful yes, of him. Yeah, sure. Um, this particular purse was rhinestone studded, also very nice. Oh, yeah. um, uh, unfortunately, um, and which is why we're talking about this case, um, the rhinestones were decorated in, in the design of the Confederate flag. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I then heard along, some people don't really cotton to the uh, stars and bars anymore. No, not, not so much. Not so much. But and Ken apparently didn't get that message. Yeah, and and because I did. love, a, or he did, yeah, or or apparently he did, yeah, and and because I love a good pun as much as the next guy, um, also wrapped in her box was a photograph of this Kenneth Hayden, um, uh, dressed up as Donald Trump with the logo, the Southland or Southland Construction, the Southland shall rise again. Oh wow! Yeah, apparently there was a hint with the name of the company. Apparently. <laughs> I don't know. Is anybody else? You, you yeah, remember that movie, yeah. Glensville? I do remember the movie. I'm, like, I was, to- was it Tobey Maguire, I think, right? Like, I think so. I, I'm just having pictures of Pleasantville now, but, you know, it's all in black and white, but with colored Confederate yeah. flags hanging out <laughs> in town. Like, that's just that's the stars and bars are in color. Me, which is horrifying, <laughs> but perhaps accurate. <laughs> perhaps accurate. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she has uh, amended her complaint. <laughs> she, she complained again and then got fired. Uh, um, she is now, yeah, and she has now amended her complaint to, um, you know, claim the race, the, the the racial harassment and the wrongful termination and the retaliation, and um, intentional infliction of emotional distress. Again, another one where I think this may very well uh, qualify. Um, yeah. So, so there we go. Calif- or, uh, 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 nominee number two. Um, what I've le- what I've labeled the racist boss um, and our rhinestone studded stars and bars purse. Wow! Also a very strong contender. Yeah, no arguments. Uh, yeah, I would I would also I would also agree. Which brings us to our third nominee uh, and final nominee, which I have labeled the horny head of HR. <laughs> uh, not to give away the ending. Oh, please do enlighten us on this one. Uh, yeah, so um, uh, Trevor Isaac um, 
worked as a client relations manager for a company in the New York City area um, called Utilisave. Um, and he says uh, in his lawsuit, everything at the company is going along just fine um, until the um, company's head of HR, a woman by the name of Marina Novakova, um, began some inappropriate conduct, he says. He says it started with her kind of oversharing about what she described as her lifestyle as a swinger, um, that uh, her husband has a girlfriend and she lets her son watch pornography in the house. Um, uh, this Trevor Isaac wasn't a huge fan of this uh, of these conversations. Can't imagine um, how that could be awkward. Yeah, it made him made him a little uncomfortable. A little uncomfortable. So he asked her to stop. Um, uh, unfortunately, and, and why this is, you know, again, one of the top three uh, finalists for the worst employer of 2017, um, not only did it not stop, but the, but the, the alleged misconduct escalated. Um, he says that she then started pestering him about his sexual orientation. He happens to be gay. Um, she started hugging him against his will. Uh, he keeps complaining. Um, and uh, the behavior does not stop. He goes to, according to his lawsuit, he goes to the CEO of the company to complain. He says, "Look, you you got to you two got to work this out among yourselves. Um, just go talk to her and just kind of work and see if you can work it out." Um, so he sent him to HR. Yeah, right. <laughs> go, go deal with HR. <laughs> uh, uh, she. Um, uh, he then says, okay, I'll see if I can work it out. Not only can he not work it out, but the behavior again gets worse. Um, she um, starts sending him text messages. Um, one is of a man reading a book entitled Ass Eating Made Simple. Um, another is a photograph. I, I saw it on Amazon just the other day. Yeah, yeah I saw somebody <laughs> reading that on the train the other day. Yeah. He says, Dennis, I hope I don't pull you in the secret Santa. Jesus. Okay, so. <laughs> I, I'm waiting um, for the paperback, but, you know, we'll get there. Yeah, the pictures always don't show up great on the Kindle, so. Um, <laughs> she uh, she sends him another um, uh, sends him another text message of a video of a, of a monkey masturbating um, and another of a man with an erection trying to go through airport security. Um, uh, he finally says, look, enough's enough. This has to stop. Um, and in response, um, she comes up behind him, starts nibbling on his ear and whispers. Um, he characterizes as romantically in his ear. I hope you're not going to sue me, um, which, of course, is exactly what he did. Usually the um, prelude to a lawsuit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Does, does, so um, is anybody else thinking of, of Demi Moore in Disclosure, like a slightly more self-aware Demi Moore? From Disclosure, remember that movie? No, I don't. Demi Moore and, and Michael Douglas, and it was it was she was the boss, and she sexually harassed oh, him. Oh, that's right. This is back in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. So I keep bringing it back to movies today. Mine actually went to TV. I was thinking of our favorite HR person depicted in like fiction ever, Pam, Pam. from Archer. Yeah, that's who I envision. When you told that, that story, too. was basically cartoonish Pam, and I put Cyril in the plane. Oh, case. there you go, there you go. That works. We're big Archer fans, John. Sorry, you know, I've, I've never seen it. I think I need what? to add that to my queue. Oh, yeah, yeah, John. It, it's like 
How would you describe Archer? It's 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 the office, but with spies and cartoons, uh, I, and it's filthy. Don't let your kids watch it. And, and it definitely need to add this to my queue. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. So it's um. And then, and then, just to, to tie up the knot on our horny head of HR, um, uh, our, our plaintiff also says that he was retaliated against, had jobs taken away from him, um, and whatnot after he, you know, in response complaints. So that lawsuit also currently, also currently pending. Um, this one in federal court in York. So, um, yeah. Wow. So there we are. We have the the cancerous boss, the racist boss, and the horny head of HR. Um, pick your <laughs> pick your worst. Yeah, I, I, I'll admit I've I've already gone on to vote for these, uh, and I'm not going to reveal my. I don't want to sway any listeners when they go to do the same. But I will say that each time I clicked on one, just like I had a time narrowing it down to my top five, I kept looking at each one and saying, "No, that's worse. no, that one's, no, a, that worse. one's a little worse." And then I'd go back to the first one again, and I, so it's these are these are incredible. Uh, uh, stories and and to the extent that they are true uh just why we're here doing this podcast it's why we have jobs okay so so here's my question for you then when i when i get the trophy made up to send to the winner uh, or loser i guess depending on your perspective <laughs> when the votes are counted at the end of the month um do i send it to the company or do i send it to their council <laughs> i i I'm sure it will be welcome either way. Since they're represented on that matter, and you are a lawyer, I think you're right. ethically obligated to go through their counsel, Don. I think I may have to. Yeah. That'd be a hell of a package to get in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> What's the trophy going to look like, or does that depend on who the winner is? Yeah, it might It might, It might. might be a rhinestone-studded Confirm flag. Right. Or, <laughs> ooh, or an ear. It could be an ear, an ear, like the nibbled on ear. Ooh, the nibbled yeah, on or, ear. Yeah, or a, or a copy of that book that Dennis was reading on Amazon. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. In any event, you know, I'm sure I'm sure Etsy has that purse for sale as we speak. <laughs> on, on racist Etsy. <laughs> racist Etsy. Racist This podcast brought to you by <laughs> racistetsy.com. Your one-stop shopping for all Stars Bars merchandise. So, so where can everybody go to vote here? So, I know that there's a link on OhioEmployerLawBlog.com. Uh, where else can can our listeners go to go to vote? Uh, you you can go to SurveyMonkey.com backslash r backslash worst employer, and worst employer is all one word. All right, awesome. And that's not going to bring up any disturbing videos of monkeys, right? No, no disturbing videos of okay. monkeys, less I check. Just check, and this is a family-friendly podcast. Yeah, I haven't, I, sort of. I haven't paid up for that feature yet on Survey Monkey. So. Okay, <laughs> sort of family-friendly podcast. <laughs> Just sort yeah, of. We may have to put the warning yeah. on this one. Uh, maybe, yeah. uh, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll think about it. Um, so. Uh, I assume that there was a cutoff here for what got entered in to the 2017 contest. Do you have anything lined up for 2018's contest yet? I assume you're going to continue this into the new year. Oh my God! Why wouldn't I? Right? So yeah. So <laughs> so I cut it off. Um, I cut it off on October 31st of 20 
2017 and then immediately started compiling nominees for 2018 and feel free to feel free to email me at jhyman at myersroman.com your nominees I'll, I'll happily take reader or listener submissions um but yeah but i i have um uh, one that I can talk about um, that I think is going to show will show strongly when the votes are counted <laughs> at the end of 2018. Um, we have uh, a woman by the name of Eileen Kim um, uh, that uh, uh, says that um, uh, her boss, uh, Young Tae Choi, uh, invited her over to his house after hours to, to teach her some things, a teacher, some things to teach her some things about, um, uh, personal tax returns and accounting. She worked for him as a, as an accountant. And he said, you know, why don't you come over to my house on a Sunday night and we'll, um, you know, I'll teach you how to fill out like tax returns and do some accounting entries and things like that. that and she says, yeah, that's yeah. not sketch at all. Did he she say says, like, sure. come on, Eileen. Ugh. Sorry. Now the warning. Now the now warning. We have to have, have the warning. On. And now what? the <laughs> Mark. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out. So um. So he uh. So she goes um. Because you know, she goes to his house on a Sunday evening to learn about taxes. Um. You can't see my air quotes, but she goes to learn about the taxes. Um. And when she gets to his house, um. She has um. In her lawsuit that he told her that she was an angel sent to him from God for sex and compared himself and her to Adam and Eve, um, and that God wanted her to be his sexual plaything. Um, he then grabbed her, pulled her onto his lap, and tried to kiss her. Um, she pushed him away, screamed, and ran out of the house, and apparently ran to her lawyer and filed a lawsuit. Wow, good job, Eileen. Yeah, for the sake of full disclosure, um, uh, the um, uh, young Tay Choi, the defendant, um, told the New York Post when they contacted him for comment um, that it was she, not him, that was actually the seducer, um, that she tried to seduce him into bed. He refused um, because he's a married man and loves his wife um, and uh, denied all allegations and that he plans to file a counterclaim against her. Stay tuned. Of course. Of course. Of course. Well, that is already a strong contender yeah, for 2018. That's a, that's a good start to the new year. <laughs> God. That, that, that had a, a harasser excuse their behavior on religious grounds. On religious grounds. grounds not, I don't think I have either. Yeah, that's a new one for me. Would you have to accommodate that if... <laughs> Well, he's the employer, so I don't know if we need to accommodate him. Maybe if he had an... I don't know. I don't even want to touch that. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeesh. <laughs> All right. Um, John, that's awesome. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, joining us today. Um, everyone, please uh, check out the Ohio Employers Law Blog at ohioemployerlawblog.com. Uh, you can vote there. There's a link there, but also you can go to surveymonkey.com slash r slash employer and you can vote. Uh, and how long is the voting open until, John? Uh, the voting 
the voting it will be open until Wednesday the 13th. All right. All right. So by so the time this airs, you'll have a week. About a week. Uh, so that's plenty of time to go in and check out John's blog and the contest. And John, uh, dude, thanks for joining us. This is yeah. awesome. We can't thank you enough. This has been great. Fantastic, guys. Anytime. All right. Take care. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you later. Well, Mark, that was brilliant. That was fantastic. Now, you know what? John I, John is awesome. He's not as awesome as Jason Gardner. Not as awesome as Jason Gardner. Because he it's hasn't close. given us 10 bucks. But it's close. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. So I, I, he gave us gold today, though. That's true. It was pure employment law gold. <laughs> I, I want to do more interviews now. I do, too. All right. Well, look if, for if, that. If, you, if you're like half as entertaining as John, let us know. We might interview you. Send us a note. We are How do they get a hold that? of us, Mark? Uh you can email us at stories at hwepodcast.com. It doesn't have to be a story. I check the email address anyway. Oh, okay. And so I will write you back if you send us a note. What if people hate our guts and want to complain? Stories at hwepodcast.com. Dot com, yes. Right. Yeah, it's a dot com. It's not a, it's dot, a dot net com. or an org. Or dot xxx. <laughs> or that. <laughs> I- I don't want to check out hostilework.environment.xxx. No. I'm afraid. Don't. That's a very different kind of website. If you want to do that and report back, let us know at stories <laughs> at hwepodcast.com. Yeah. At least we crack ourselves up. It, yeah. It's all that we crack up. Um, website, Facebook. How else do they find us? hwepodcast.com. Find us on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. Just type in Hostile Work Environment Podcast. Yeah. Uh, Patreon? Uh, Patreon is www.patreon.com slash HWE, as we said at the top. That's how Jason Gardner found us. That is, I'm, I imagine, how yeah. he found us. Thanks, Jason. And uh, subscribe on iTunes, rate us, and review us. All right. Thanks, everybody. That's it for this very special episode of A Hostile Work Environment with Mark Dennis and Jason Gardner. And we'll be back on Monday with apparently a not very special episode. Yeah, regular old non-Jason Gardner episode. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Jason Jason Gardner. Gardner.